Okay, we are live. I want to let you know that my show today is going to be talking about near-death experience. And with me today from the United Kingdom is Lindsay. Welcome, Lindsay, to my show. Hi, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you for jumping on board and talking about something that's very personal and dear to your heart. It certainly is, yes. And uh, I, first of all, what um, city do you live in in the United Kingdom? Where, where are you at? Um, I'm, in, I'm based in Cheshire um, currently. Um, I was uh, sort of raised in Cornwall, the southwest of the uh, United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful place. I, Lots I of, know, uh, I heard, I heard. Wonderful. And uh, your story is unique and uh, it's it's paranormal experience. And, uh, you know, um, tell me what year that it happened, first of all. When did you know this took place? Um, I guess, um, gosh, we're going back about 25 years ago. Okay. Um, gosh, I've lost my count. It's about 25 years ago, although it, it was something that, um, it was certainly an experience that I've, I've never forgotten. Um, it was, uh, wow, well, it, it was, it was an eye-opener um, when it happened, Um and I'm talking from before when I was um, a skeptic. I didn't believe in, in any sort of form of life after death or spirits or, or any sort of paranormal activity. It was, um, I was about 16, I think, at the time. Uh-huh. And, um, oh gosh, I'm about 41, 41 now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, um, so it's going back many, many years ago but it's something that I still remember um so vividly so it was because it was obviously it happened and it and it was something that that took me a long time to process Mm -hmm. really and uh so okay well this is this is good to know and uh um make the long story short I'm so thankful that you're with me and you're here on the show and uh we're having a, a marvelous time and um, um, and touching something very dear to your heart. So I'm going to let you take over and start telling us a little okay. about, you know, the experience that you had because it's quite unique. And then after 20 minutes, we'll go into a commercial break, but, um, you know, and breathe a little and get something to drink and, and, uh, and then we'll continue on because it's very touching. Um, you told me, some things that happened that just like wow it's out of the ordinary yes definitely out of the ordinary it was um, certainly something unexpected but let me just rewind back um you you know um i just want to mention basically before um this had happened for me that i was um i was was young obviously you know still learning about life itself so obviously it was something that really threw me so um from before i i didn't i just didn't believe in in any any sort of sort of paranormal 
you know, or apparitions or, or spirits and ghosts, etc. Um, and um, it just all started back from when, when my nan, it sort of, I suppose it, I remember this part because um, obviously my nan was dear to me. She, she'd, um, before she passed, she, she would say that she would see her family members, um, her mum and dad specifically, that would come and visit at night. And she did live with us. Um, and uh, she didn't have any sort of, any sort of dementia or Alzheimer's. She, she suffered a lot with different various illnesses. Um, but before she passed, she, she would mention to me that she would um, see Angel and come and visit her at the end of her bed. And, you know, I wasn't sure about that. You know, it's just from a sceptic mind, I was just thinking more about her, you know, as thinking, oh, well, you know, perhaps, perhaps there's some form of dementia or something, you know. Um, and uh, I think... Um, Shortly after that, um, did I realise I was about to experience something that was massive to me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was dancing one night, and um, my, I think I arranged to meet my friends in in a town and called Campbell in Cornwall, and um, I, I went to you know, to knock on their door, and and uh, and their parents had told me that they was already in town and to meet them there. Um, th- there was two options to get there. There was either walking around the long estate, um, but it was drawing dark, or there was a a place in the estate where you could hop over a gate and okay. um, and walk through the grounds of a beautiful old Victorian house. I think it was wow. built in the eighteen fifties, and. Um, the house was a residence for for people with cerebral palsy. I believed it held up to um, 100 residents um, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that place is no longer occupied um, in very commons because it was an appropriate place to live for them. Um, so I don't know if this has anything to do with the story that I'm about to tell you. Okay. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> It, it happened basically on, on a, it was, I can remember very clearly, it was a summer, it was a spring, summer evening, and it was um, drawing dark. It wasn't dark, it was just drawing. Uh-huh. Um, and I hopped over the gate, and uh, I was just walking um, through this beautiful grounds, Victorian grounds, um, and the there was, it's difficult to explain this without actually showing you, but it was um, before you got to the massive big building, the mansion. Um, there was almost like an island where cars would, where if cars would park, you'd have to go around the island in order to exit the premises. Mm-hmm. Um, and where you'd go around the island, there, there was just tall, tall trees, um, and that was on my left hand side. And then Alicate's right hand side was a. What, what I would say is just compact hedge you know it'd be a hedge that you would if you bounced into it you'd just fall on the floor <laughs> it was just so compact and tight mm-hmm. <clears throat> there is a relevance to this part <clears throat> mm-hmm. excuse me sorry so um as I was walking along um I think I was just carrying a drink at the time I was I was you know all hyped up from a dance um feeling alive energetic as you do 16 <laughs> Um, and um, as I opened my drink, there was a huge rustle coming from the trees. Uh-huh. And 
it it really stumped me. I, I really thought at the time it, it was just something that was an unexpected noise and I was expecting to see a flock of birds fly out of the trees. It's that same sort of rustle as if you'd expect a lot of birds to just fly out. Uh-huh. Um, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> to my surprise, I, I just basically um, looked up at the trees. Um, there was nothing, nothing coming out of the trees. Um, so I just scanned my eyes down towards the ground. Um, and as I looked <clears throat> um, further towards the ground, there was a young boy, basically, just sort of peering out from the trees. Um, at me so he was looking at me and um um I he looked about 13 roughly um but the strange thing about it I couldn't see the tone of his skin but I could see mine um so I was checking that out um looking at my hands and then looking at him um and because he made me jump I was I, I actually thought at the time it was one of my friend's younger brothers I just thought it was a prank that that there was messing about in the trees and and that it was their plan to to sort of you know shock me really uh-huh. um so my first response was oh you know I, I thought at the time it's a friend um brother who was called Daniel who's about 13 at the time uh-huh. and I said oh, Daniel, what, what, you, what are you doing in the trees you just scared the life out of me scared me to death what, what, what are you doing here um he was so prominent it was it was just like there was just somebody there he didn't say and, anything um, to you did he say anything to you like hello nothing, or no nothing? no no nothing nothing at all there was there was no nothing vocal nothing spoken at all um and um it just threw me basically and and as i was waiting for a response he, he just basically, this, this spirit or whatever you want to call it, an apparition, or, or it was just a dark, solid figure of a boy. Um, and he just watched me and then sort of almost hesitated to run past, but then he ran past me in front of me. Mm. Um, and as I scanned him quickly down from his head to his toe, it was it was almost like he was solid from his head, um, his arms, his body. Um, down to about his kneecaps and then it was very transparent down to his sort of base of his trainer so you could kind of work out what sorts of clothing he was wearing mm-hmm. although I couldn't see the colour of it it was just pit it was just dark black solid and um, the thing is when he was running you could you could almost hear the, the sound of his footsteps running past and he was still looking at me but he ran past from the trees where the island was to my right hand side where the compact hedge was but he ran at such a full pelt force mm-hmm. and just vanished into the bushes but it was the bizarre thing was when, when he'd actually went into the the actual compact hedge it, the, the tree he obviously vanished not only was that bizarre it was it was almost like a force had, had gone through it and mm-hmm. um, a force as if somebody had punched it. it it was just sort of shaky and then it sort of just went still wow. and um that for me was it, it, something <laughs> so unreal. Um, but that night, um, that that really changed me because I, I realised um, all that time being a sceptic and you know that that <laughs> seeing with my own eyes um, mm-hmm. was I, I, I don't even know you know it was just it was just 
flabbergasting for me. Um, So my instant reaction, funny enough, I thought usually in that situation, I think you just run. (laughs) Um, But for me, I I was more mesmerised about what I saw Mm -hmm. and about sort of realising that there's, there's there's another truth out there. Mm-hmm. that I haven't quite realised, you know, so not only at 16 you're learning about the life that you're living in, mm-hmm. it was it was like a wow, mm-hmm. you know, for me, there's life after death. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of a learning curve, really. Um, did you, but I, I remember... Angie, did you freeze up? Did you freeze when you saw the boy? Yeah, totally froze yeah it, it wasn't like a case of that I would have run a different direction or, or anything like that I was just more I, I was shocked and, and I was scared I, I wasn't I'm not gonna lie um did anybody else see it was, did anybody else around witness it as well there was there was no one around. I, I know, obviously, at Gladys Holman's house, there were a lot of workers, um, you know, um, healthcare workers and managers, etc. Um, and we do, we did know um, people that that worked there. Um, and when I say we, um, I mean me and my family. Uh, we have a lot of connections with people that worked there at the time. Um, and th- th- there was somebody that actually drove up. Um, and as I was walking out those grounds, um, there was a guy um, who got out of his car. I was quite surprised to see him, actually. Um, he he was somebody that used to play football for my dad. He, my dad ran, ran a football team in Cornwall. Uh-huh. And um, and he he basically just looked at me and he just said, what are you doing here? You know, you must go because it's trespassing. I didn't realise at the time. I was, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and I didn't say anything to him because it, it's the sort of thing that I was still processing. And I just thought, I can't tell somebody what's just happened because no one's going to believe me. <laughs> you know, so um, I just I just got out of there and I just picked up a very fast pace and walked out those grounds as, as fast as I could to meet my friends. Um, but, you know, a couple of weeks later, I'd um I saw the guy that got out Barry and um um he was playing football for my dad it was the usual sort of Sunday match and um often we'd go to a a pub um and it's very traditional in in the UK that obviously when when they play football they would go to a pub a local pub um and we'd often have sausage and chips and or just you know, food out buffet, etc., um, and probably watch live matches, etc. Mm-hmm. And during this time when that was happening, I, I, I approached him, um, and I was quite hesitant to talk about it. But I, but I wanted to know for, for my own sake if if he'd saw anybody in, in those grounds. And I asked him, and I said, "Did you did you see anything at all? You know, when I was there, did you see anybody else there at all?" Um, and he just he said no no there was, there was nobody there mm-hmm. um, and I, I said okay so so I told him what happened and he and he looked at me with utter shock in his face and he said uh, you know the, the way you're describing this boy is <laughs> this boy died and and um, he's part of he was the owner's son um, and he was named as Josh. Um, he was 13 when he died, I believe, of a brain hemorrhage. I think it was shortly after a, 
um, after they've been surfing, and that's very very common in Cornwall. There's you know there's a lot of surfing activity there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, obviously, I was heartbroken to hear that, but it took me a long time to really talk about it properly. And when I and when I did, I'd I'd sort of almost fill up, you know, I'd 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 mm-hmm. um feel almost sadness for, for the child and, and and obviously for for the parents but also the other part of me was was um almost relieved that there's that for me that there was life after death it sort of confirmed there's something out there okay. um that we that we just haven't really learned about really okay. um no i'm just i'm gonna back if I may to talk about um the manager that basically was working for the Gladys Holman's house and she was she was my mum's best friend uh-huh. and um I don't know exactly when it was after the, after that event that happened uh-huh. incident happened it was it was um but I do remember she was quite loud talk and she and I do remember coming into to a house that in Cornwall it's famous doors are open <laughs> you come in you help yourself you make a cup of tea and make one for everyone in the house uh-huh. <laughs> and, and and that's exactly what she did she came in and her daughter was a few years younger than me also um but she was one of our dancers we had a, a dance team and um, I was trying Training to be a dance teacher, and I was helping her learn and progress, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I could hear um, the manager talking to my mum, just really, sort of, you know, in um, full on, basically telling her about these experiences she's getting at the at her workplace in Gladys Homer's house, and that's where where this happened. Boy. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, she was um I don't want to say frantic, but you know, she she was really sort of elaborating everything that's been happening and, and she was almost frustrated and she was mostly frustrated about a specific person that didn't believe because everybody in that building had experienced something wow. and this woman hadn't and she was just sort of very blind to it. And I think that really frustrated her, but she she was almost very pleased to tell my mum that this woman has finally seen something and the shadow walked past her up, up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she could ever really put a, a description to the shadow that she saw. Um, and, I, and I came out and I heard her talking to her mm-hmm. and her daughter was there. And, um, and I said, I'm so sorry, for, I've just heard, heard your conversation, you're telling my mum about what happened and I want to tell you about what happened to me when I was walking through those grounds um, and I told her the story and they looked at me in utter shock because I explained this boy to a T where although I couldn't see his skin I could see exactly what he looked like you know I could see that the sort of definition of his of his hair um, of his facial features of his clothing that he was wearing it was almost that he was wearing like a bomber jacket um jeans um trainers um his hair was um probably sort of very quite surfish you know surfish um Mm -hmm. um sort of long wavy hair to his perhaps his about cheekbone um so you know they just they they looked at me in utter shock and the daughter Mm -hmm. um was also called Lindsay (laughs) 
she she actually burst into tears and she said that's my first boyfriend Josh he died of a brain hemorrhage and she she relayed the same information as Barry said to me who who obviously played football for my dad so um, they didn't really sort of know each other but they said the same thing okay. and weeks went by and and um and we was often going to each other's houses uh, at the manager's house daughter Lindsay etc and um I, I was just there and um the mum offered me a cup of tea um, and I was talking to Lindsay the dancer at the time Mm-hmm. and uh, she put a big box on the table and she said there's a box of photos there Lindsay if you want to have a look help yourself mm-hmm. um and because she knew that's what I was like I was always you know intrigued about pictures and just paying interest in people's lives really um and as I was talking to Lindsay um I, I reached out with my right hand but I was still looking at her and I reached out into the box and the first picture I pulled out was a picture of Josh the boy I'd seen and I and I I just looked in in shock and I said that's him that, that that's who I saw and she said that's Josh that's that was my first boyfriend so I I I, I mean I, I don't know what message I, I, I don't know if there's a message or why he shown himself to me um i just I, I still don't understand it to this day um but all i know it, it, for me it was real it was mm-hmm. it really that really truly happened mm-hmm. um well lindsay you know, hold, to find out well lindsay hold that hold that for a moment and we're going to go into a commercial break okay okay that's fine hey this is sabrina the owner of math beast eq'd I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life. Hi, my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet, I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-9266. Okay, we're back in here with Lindsay, and uh, she's from United Kingdom, and she's talking about her paranormal experience that she had 25 years ago. Lindsay, it's that is something that you you recognize with a picture, and uh, that that probably gave you a chill up your back, did it? Or at least it would do me. I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, can you chop my every back time or something? Yeah. Every time I talk about it, it gives me chills um, to this day. Um, in fact, at one point, it took me a long time to be able to tell people properly what happened. It, I think it really choked me up. Um, well, I think you were it trying made me to feel soak very emotional. I mean, you're just soaking it yeah. in what happened. I mean, that's not something you see every yeah. day. <laughs> you know, no, or experience. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wish he would have said it something really to you. I wish he would have said something to you, you know, 
at least talk to you. Yeah. And how long did it last? Did it last about, you know, two minutes, five minutes? How long did he stand there? I, I, do you know, I, I think when, you, when you're when you in after shock like that, I think the last thing on your mind was was time. It was, it, it was just, it's so surreal. Um, it was... He was probably I mean, watching you. I didn't you. drink. I wasn't drugs. I, there was no drugs involved. There was no. It's nothing like that at all. That that I was doing. Uh, it was just. Uh, it was just passing by. Um, I, I would probably say if it was. If it was a, a if it was a guess, maybe about a minute or two. You know, maybe the uh, most two minutes. Okay. But it, it could have been longer. It could be short. I. I I really don't know. I think I was just more in awe what was going on and, and what was happening to me. He because was, He was probably this, watching this, you, this, and Lindsay, he was probably already watching you, you know, and then yeah, you looked up or I, I whatever. So. And, and that's when you yeah. caught eye to eye, and, and then you got the chill and, <laughs> and just That was the most other. mesmerizing part, yeah, that we, we were both very much aware that we that we were looking at each other. That's... That was the most bizarre part of this whole story. You know, I mean, you know, some people would claim they, they've seen ghosts and they and they just sort of zoom across a room and, and not really look at anybody. But this spirit was very aware of me, and I was obviously very much aware of, of him. Um, and it was it, it was something that obviously it didn't. It don't upset me, obviously, I guess, because, you know, at the end of the day, he was a child and, and, and parents had obviously lost the child. Right. Um, and that was very upsetting, the, the part of the story. Um, but <clears throat> he was very much alive, really. Um, but you has know, anybody else, and, have you heard that anybody else in the house or in the property <clears throat> have seen him? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, my mum's best friend. Um, she was she was telling my mum at the time about. Um, she didn't. She couldn't put a finger on it uh, exactly how, what he looked like. They were seeing. Uh, they were getting other experiences, um, like pictures being taken off the walls and placed on the floor. It wasn't like they'd fallen off. It was being placed on the floor. Um, or um, I think the lady that didn't believe. Um, many years after she realized there was something there. I think she was taking up some laundry, I think, um, to some of the residents' um, rooms uh, one evening, one early evening. Um, and that's what Brenda was basically trying to explain to us, you know, that that um, finally um, she's realized the truth and, and, and that she'd... Um, she had experienced something where a dark shadow had, had passed her up the stairs, mm-hmm. but nobody actually. She never really sort of described this shadow. It was just a shadow, you know. Um, whereas me, when I saw him, it was, it was full form. It was um, the only thing I couldn't see was the colour of his skin, mm-hmm. really. But I could, but I could sort of make out what he looked like. Um, but you saw his it's clothing. It's almost like a vision in my head. You saw his clo- sorry. You saw his clothing. Uh, yeah, that's sort of more of the outskirts. So uh, I mean, if you was to, if you was to literally make somebody into a solid shadow, 
you would you wouldn't see the color of the clothing but you'd see the outline uh-huh. of what they was wearing um you know but it was all solid from his head to about his knees and then it went transparent from his knees to to the base of his trainer so i could tell he was wearing a trainer um uh-huh. <clears throat> just because basically just based on the bottom bit of the ridge of, of the trainer uh-huh. and you could tell he's wearing jeans it was very transparent but i could i could still make it out uh-huh. when he was wearing um i think um after a good high energy dance session i was i was very much alert um which you, you generally do you go to the gym and, and you and you feel energetic uh, very much alive awake you know um i, I was basically at that point i i just finished a dance um session and i was walking down um to meet my friends um who i thought literally pranked me um and hence why i was sitting there having a conversation with this guy you know i was i was really was you know under the impression that they was pranking me at the time um because bear in mind you know going back to where we started in the story you know i i was a total skeptic i i didn't believe anything at all Uh like this would ever happen um but then again i was 16 you know and you're still learning life Uh so i guess learning about death was a lot to to grasp and and swallow and accept Uh um can i ask you a question do you know how old that house is or the or the home is it like built you know uh, it was in the 1800s built eight, yeah 1800 1815 i believe i i'd read it up so it, it is actually currently for sale um i'd actually uh, not long researched the property uh-huh. um i believe it's it's been standing for quite some time and i know that they've moved the residence um and they've stated that they haven't stated anything online um, okay. about any paranormality. It was just more a case of it was deemed inappropriate for for the residents to live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, whether that has something to do with it. Um, I, I also remember, though, um, I had a friend um, whose sister actually had a house um, next to the home, and it was actually almost based on the grounds. It was um it was kind of strange really because um i remember them i remember the, my friend saying um oh um my, my sister and a boyfriend are going out um and um we can we can stay there basically after we've been clubbing um and uh and i was a bit like uh no thanks <laughs> although i didn't say no thanks I, I wanted to but i but she was staying there and, and she was scared to stay there alone uh-huh. and and because she was saying that her sister was having some really sort of weird bizarre things happening with the electrics and flicker at certain times of night and and things like that basically uh-huh. um but, but I, I do remember that, and, and and I did go back with her that night because I, I didn't say anything to her. I never told her what happened. Um, I think back in those days when you're a child, there's, there's You just there's kept enough. it to yourself. You didn't know how to explain it. Yeah. You're just like... I, I didn't, but I yeah, just thought people would just think I was mad, you know. Um, 
it, it was really bizarre that night, I have to say, because I, I do believe I was experiencing other things in that house. Uh-huh. Um, and whether it's all because of traumatic experience that had happened, whether it's all in my mind, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, but what I do know, obviously, is that when, when we stayed there that evening, uh-huh. um, she we, we just said, oh, I'm, I'm too scared. Can we share a bed? You know, and I was like, that's fine. You know that that's where the girls are. It's fine. It's not a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, uh, so everyone was out, and um, we had a, another guest there. They were sleeping in in the um, spare room, and uh, I was sleeping in a, a double bed. But we were sort of facing opposite each other. Yeah, not opposite. Sorry, the other direction. You know, facing wall and wall. <laughs> so it was at the edge of the bed. But um, but she was like, oh, "Can we keep the light on?" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't bother me. It's not a problem." Um, I just wanted her to be comfortable. I just wanted to be a good friend and support her, you know, um, while she, while she was um, staying there. Uh-huh. And um, I could, and all I could think about was this experience that I had on these grounds. It was going over my head. And wow. uh, sure enough, that the lights did actually play up a little bit. The electrics that were flickering, it, you know, on and off outside, in the uh, sort of landing area. And it's just on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. And they just sort of... Wow. How many shaking, times did it... A bit shaking. And... Yeah, how many times did it go off and on? So the lights went on and off quite a few I times? I couldn't tell you, because it was almost rapidly. It, was, it wasn't like it was being switched off and on. It was more flickering, oh. if you know what I mean. So it was just sort of like a weak electricity. It was, it was like that. Um, but I, I remember we, we'd said that we were talking and... and um, and she fell asleep, uh, so I believe. I mean, she, she was snoring. <laughs> but uh, but I, I just uh, I, I just thought, right, um, I've got to try and sleep now. But I, I was almost sort of, I was very weary, you know, because I was, I was back on those grounds. And, mm-hmm. and as scared as I was, I was trying to be the brave one for her. Um, so I never told her what happened. Um, and, uh, and I faced away and it's almost like you feel presence of somebody there uh-huh. but I couldn't see anybody that was lights on etc and that's the way I liked it I didn't want to see anybody that night uh, or any sort of paranormal paranormal maybe that boy came uh, to visit at all. maybe the boy came yeah, visit I, it, or something yeah maybe it's, it's because um around. what I what I felt that night actually was was almost as if uh, in fact actually it was so real that I could feel somebody almost touch my shoulder and, and almost like somebody making like a, like a spider movement with your finger going up towards your neck. And mm-hmm. it, it totally freaked me out. And, and, and I just thought that it, that it was her just winding me up, you know, just, just pranking because that's what you do as kids. You prank each other and that's, and that's mm-hmm. that. You know, but I remember to turn around and just give her a little smack. So, oi, <laughs> don't do that. And and she woke up. She's like, oh, what, what, what are you hitting me for? I was like, oh, it wasn't you. Um, yes. Um, and then, then I said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I just made it up. I just, I'm sorry. I just had a bad dream. Um, and then I just pulled the covers over me, over my head, and I slept with with the covers over my head the whole night um but mm-hmm. yeah so um I, I didn't really ever go back there again mm-hmm. um I, I guess maybe that was because of my experience maybe it was some sort of you, you had know, a, trauma that I was know, playing on my mind 
um, Lindsay, that the house is for sale. I mean, you're a mature woman yeah. now. Why don't you just go and check it out? Yeah. And just go and walk yeah. through the property and, and just go check it out and see if he's still around. And if he's still around, yeah. then you just yell at him or, or tell him, go to the light. You know, stop, you know, you need to go home. <laughs> or do something. Do you know, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I do think because now knowing what I know, and I've had more experiences as I've gone older, um, and um, I, I could just, I just wish. In, I mean, it's it's about six seven hours away where I live from. You know, from from Cornwall. Uh-huh. Now living in Cheshire. Um, it, I mean, obviously, I've got children, a full-time job. It's not something I can just up and go and right. you know okay. and go oh. on the grounds. But um, but I am planning to go back to Cornwall in um, in August to see uh, some family. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll go check it out. But um, but know what I know now, and I think the help and advice that I've had from from people that have amazing abilities, you know, with, with spirit worlds and and things like that you know they i think you know that would be something that i would perhaps like to do just, just even if do it's it. just to help go, lindsay. move on yeah lindsay go check it out and then come back on the show and give, yeah. us, give us an update yeah i'd love to <laughs> give, us, like, give us an update will. on that house because i think they're mm. fascinating and and uh especially in 1815 I mean, you don't know what happened in yeah. that home. Why is he no. and why is he bound? Because children move on, and why is his child? Yeah, was he mad at his parents? You know, what was the issue there? I, because... I think it was a very typical, normal child mis- mischievous behavior. Really, really. I didn't. I, I what about the say, parents? What about just the parents? Just start figure. Yeah, I think just because we start figure, I didn't feel any negativity towards okay. the energy there. Um, it, you know, if anything else, I felt that he taught me something that night. Um, he, he showed me that he, he gave me a lesson, a biggest lesson, you know, that uh-huh. I, you know, that I could probably thank him for. That he taught me that there, there isn't probably no such thing as death, you just mm-hmm. you, you just rid of your shell and, and carry on living, really. It was, it was like that for me. It was more. It's a I property, didn't feel any negative energy. Lindsay, is the property really big? Is it real big? Is it huge? It, it is. Yeah, I believe it does actually hold um, residents of a uh, hundred residences. It, it is actually a very beautiful place. It, it is very nice, and actually, um, it's. Um, I checked it out recently. It was. Uh, it's only going for about two hundred and fifty thousand, um, which actually is is not that much for Cornwall and. I'm wondering, obviously, with the price cut, um, you know, I know there's been a lot of experiences, um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm wondering if that is why, you know, it's it's going so cheap. Um, maybe because no once maybe people yeah. gone in there and moved in there and there's then moved lot. right back out yeah. because there's too much exactly. paranormal I, I, yeah. experiences going on in the house. I, I would hundred percent imagine so, and and I know. From when Brenda, my mum's best friend at the time, when she was explaining about that everybody had experienced something, you know, other than this particular person, and and she thought that that everybody was just having a run, you know, at work, and, and then it happened to her. Um, 
Uh-huh. And um, things were happening in the house, very strange things. Um, like I was saying, you know, that the pictures were being taken off the wall and placed on the floor, in the middle of the floor. It wasn't, it wasn't just falling off. It wasn't anything to do with windows being open, breezes, nothing like that. It was just certain times um, that she would she would find this quite often. It was almost like a behaviour. It, it, to me, it was, for me, it would be like a typical young teenage pranking mm-hmm. behaviour. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and maybe he just wanted to be known that he, that he was there, well, and I and I guess that's sure because did. he was because people were reacting to him as well. So obviously, I just felt perhaps his energy was getting stronger. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't know. I, I mean, I'm still learning. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not here to to try and prove to anybody about anything I just obviously just want to share my experience um wait, wait, and it took me a long would, time to be able to do so I I think it's amazing and I admire you sharing this experience but I would go back just for the heck of it because you're older now yeah. and he'd yeah. probably like to see you again <laughs> and maybe, maybe he'll talk to you <laughs> if he talks to you we, everything, you call me yeah. and say Kathy <laughs> you know or send me an email say Kathy we gotta do another yeah. show you know, continuing Actually, episode. I'll go back. <laughs> the paranormal. That's absolutely fine. I could go back now with, with the technology that we have today and just use my phone and, and yeah. uh, hope that I'll find something. But uh, Or you can always come come with me, Cafe. Yeah, you, you I'll, 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 yeah, I'll fly out. We'll go do it together. We can go do it together. I don't think I'd want to do it on my own again. I think I was uh, quite brave for a 16-year-old. <laughs> I, I, I was more surprised at my reaction, I think, than what I actually saw. <laughs> but, um, you know what? I but, have yeah, a, it, was, it was real. You know what, Lindsay? I have a really good friend. She's in Hollywood, and she's a movie star yeah. and all this other stuff, and she's doing a television show on the paranormal. <gasps> oh. I can just yeah. send her your way, and then she'll call you, and you, you, uh, you go out there. But she's got all the cool tools and all that stuff, and and, uh, and if, especially if the house amazing. is empty, you can pretend like you're going to look at the house and see you're thinking about buying it, and then you know you yeah. just go and do the paranormal experience. Yes, <laughs> it's to make it to a paranormal investigation. Yeah, why not? TV I mean, they're I really fun. Why not? Yes, yeah. and maybe you have an <laughs> encounter with this boy because there, there must be a reason why he showed himself to you. You know, there. I mean, yeah, you yeah. were sixteen; he was probably thirteen, and you're probably just like looking at each other eye to eye. And he probably, yeah. he probably thought, "Wow, she sees me," you know. And yeah, I, I, do you know? I think that was his reaction. He looks almost stumped as I did because <laughs> it was. It was almost when it, when I said that he was hesitant about running, it was a bit like, oh, uh, she could see me. Yeah. Uh, it, it was almost like that, that reaction. Um, and can I tell you as well, obviously, I mean, I, I've <laughs> thinking about his reaction now and we've known what I know now with my job. I work with children. I've done child psychology. Um, and thinking about his reaction, mm-hmm. that stands out to me more than anything else now. I mean, you, you still learn things and you process things as you get older with your knowledge and experiences and everything else. And I think, uh, and I still think about it to this day. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously, I still think about my other experiences I've had. I mean, I I really 
leave obviously I, that somehow I'm <laughs> I've just been blessed with with situations um but but uh but just going back to the, the, the actual behavior of this spirit um it almost looked as stumped as I did you know it was oh you could you could see me mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was almost shock to him as well which was really bizarre I felt really bizarre because I, I do think as well that he was being mischievous as well but I don't think he's I don't know it was really it's really really difficult to put my finger on it mm-hmm. um I just wish I had a video clip <laughs> to, I think that's the only way I'd be able to prove you know that that this existed this happened you know um it took me a while to, to speak to people about it and when I did I, I spoke to people just only in my circle Mm-hmm. Um, and the people I trusted because these people I know knew me and I knew that they knew I don't I don't lie I don't I don't make these things up you know mm-hmm. I, I just got no reason to lie there's there's just no reason I, I'm one of those that will just say it as it is it is what it is um, it, it, and my job entails of speaking factually and truthfully and honestly mm-hmm. about events that go on etc uh, you know, working in childcare, etc. We we just have to say it as it is, literally. Um, and that's that's um, that's exactly what I'm doing, really. Wow. This is exciting, and I, and Lindsay, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about the paranormal experience that you had you. at age of sixteen. But I do recommend go back to that house. I'm serious. And then give us an update. Yeah. You know, and see if he's still around. <laughs> because if that house cannot yeah. be sold, there's got to be a reason what's going mm-hmm. on. Especially what yeah. fits of 100, 100 residencies, right? And it has. It's a beautiful building. I, I do believe it's got a lot of more history to it as well. I, I, there's, Maybe there's a lot more things exactly to happen what... at that house besides that I little boy. <laughs> I know it's got a hidden tunnel somewhere as well underneath, so I don't know where that tunnel leads. Um, uh, I, I'm not going to go down and find out. <laughs> the grounds are scary enough as it is. <laughs> enough. So, um, but yeah, it's very interesting. I'll go down so and check it out. Um, I'll come out there and yeah, see it. I'll go yeah, check it out. Yeah, come and yeah. tell I'll do it with you. I, I do with you, Kathy. I, I'd be more than happy to do it with somebody, but honestly. Um, I, doing it on my own would be yeah, <laughs> something very different. But you know, there are any paranormal investigators, I would highly recommend. Um, that would be a, a perfect location. Gladys Thomas House in Campbell and Cornwall. I'm here in really. Salt Lake City. I'm here yeah. in Salt Lake City, and there's a hotel that is haunted badly, yeah. and people come to stay. They want to be in yeah. the room that the hotel. The room that's being haunted because oh. the sheets come off the bed and makes you know you're on the really? floor <laughs> or something like oh. that. And I go, there's, there's one thing walking through. People love haunted houses, oh. so you know if I were you buy it and do something with it, make it your haunted house. Yeah. Do it yeah, a retreat, yeah, a retreat. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, so it would re- it would be. Um, Retreat yeah, at the be amazing. <laughs> Come stay. It you is amazing know. how many people will, will actually go and, and pay the price to, to, to go and see, you know, and experience that. Especially yeah. so if you have 100 rooms in an underground tunnel and what is built oh, in 18. Loads. 